all our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. Okay, I asked members of my private community to give me their questions so that I could just answer them. And I thought it would be so fun if I just shared the answers to their questions with you as well. So here we go. First question is, how do I attract my people more precisely? And I think this is such a beautiful question because When I think about the part more precisely, the first thing I think is you have to be precise about what you're doing and who your people are. So that's why we do things like the ideal client avatar exercise. When you are clear about what you do and even more specifically who you are trying to serve, for example, if you are a weight loss coach. That is so vague and there are so many people that if you've ever heard me coach anyone on their business before, you know that I say, if you and your message is for everyone, then it's really for no one because everybody will pass you over thinking you're talking to the next person. So I have one client who works with women over 50 who want to lose 50 pounds or more. That is super specific. As soon as anybody says weight loss, but this is a person that's 50, then she's a shoe in to work with that person because that person, that woman over 50 has different challenges than say a younger woman who is trying to lose weight. Or I've also seen weight loss coaches for women with P, what is it? PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. I think I got that right. And so they have different challenges losing weight than someone else or mothers postpartum. So all of these things, like when you want to attract your people more precisely, get more precise about who your people are. The next question is, how do I get visible as someone who is camera shy? I think that is a beautiful question too, because guess what? There is more than one medium. There is audio, there is visual, there is written. So if you're camera shy and you just don't want to do the thought work and the mindset work and the belief work to build up your confidence to get in front of the camera, you don't have to. You don't have to. If writing is your thing, write. There are plenty of ways to be visible and get in front of your people through the written media. If you're like me and you like running your mouth, do a podcast, right? Or do something that highlights what you want to do. I think a lot of us think that we have to do insert whatever thing because other people are doing it or because so-and-so said it. I'm of the mindset, do the things that come naturally to you, especially when you're starting out in your business so that it's not such a hurdle to get started. The next question is, I find myself skipping around from marketing to program development to learning technology, legal details. How does a solo entrepreneur effectively prioritize the many tasks that require attention? Let me stop there because this is a two-part question. 
When it comes to skipping around, I think you have to get clear about what is your immediate goal right now. Is your goal to sign clients? If that's the case, of all of the things that you have on your to-do list or in your project list, which one or ones of those things will lead to the goal at hand? If that will help you to narrow down which things to prioritize. Then the next part of your question says, I have a list and plan and try to do the top two to three things every day, but my head isn't always clear on what those top two to three things are. Is there a good formula for time allocation? Well, absolutely. I think about when most people have a to-do list versus uh, what we sometimes call a results list, it can be very challenging. So you don't know which of these things is priority. You don't know which ones to do, but if you know what the goal is and you know what you're trying to create, what result you will have at the end, it's a lot easier to figure out what to do. In terms of a formula for time allocation, I use a principle called Monday Hour One. I was doing something called time blocking ahead of time, but I like how Monday Hour One just packages it all together. And it's way too lengthy of a discussion to talk about here. But the long and short of it is what is on your list of things that you want to create And then you're looking at your calendar, your schedule week to week, and you have blocks of time. So you decide how much time the items that are on that list will take, and you put them in various time blocks on your calendar, and then you throw away the the list. I love this principle so much because it allows me at the beginning of the week to know that everything that I need to prioritize to create the results that I need to create for the ultimate goal that I have will get done. As opposed to having this never ending to-do list that you often feel like is just never over. Now, that is a different topic if you have done process number one or step number one that I just explained to you. And then when it's time to take care of said item, you don't take care of the item. So that's something I definitely work with my clients on because there is a mindset that comes with keeping your word, having the discipline and not necessarily using willpower or force, but really understanding how do I get myself to do things when I'm afraid, when I'm confused, when I'm unsure, how do we still move forward and make progress during that time? Okay. Next question is how do I connect with the people I'm wanting to serve offline and online? So this is a question about her client avatar is geriatric, but she's not, I'm not sure what she means by not comfortable with the population. But I would just say this, since she's talking about her avatar is a geriatric or elderly population, that requires a certain consideration. So if you are talking about, she wants to serve people online and offline, but your population of people that you're trying to serve is geriatric or elder, that would be something to consider. Are they online? If they are, where exactly are they online? And in this case, depending on what, how she's trying to serve them, she may be trying to reach their children who actually might be online. So that is something to consider. Next question is how to reach and find clients online outside of people you already know. I think that we started talking about that with the first question. Get really clear about who it is that you're trying to serve. Because when you are clear about who you're trying to serve, then it becomes a lot easier to figure out what specific problems they have. It becomes easier to figure out where they're hanging out online. And then you can go to those places online. Now, As for the question of how to reach those people once you found them, it really is coming from a place of visibility and service. So, I have seen a number of people, especially women, and I don't know why we do this, 
and maybe they're men too, but I work mostly with women. So I've seen this time in the time out that they will find the clients. They will know exactly where their people are hanging out. And it's almost like they're sitting in this group, say, for example, a Facebook group full of potential ideal clients. And they're like, oh, I know the answer, but they won't tell people the answer or they won't tell people that they know the answer. And so for you, it would be find the clients, find where they are by knowing who they are, what problems they have, and then help them answer their questions. It doesn't mean you have to be sliding into their DM and stuff like that, but just be helpful, add value. Okay, the next one is how to market to my target audience other than on social media and via her meager email list. Well, that is awesome because I have a PDF workbook with 15 ways to find clients, even with a small email list. And I believe only one or two of the 15 are based on social media. So with that, it would still start with who are you trying to reach and then really getting intimate with perhaps even talking to them. Like you don't have to do this extra work of figuring it out on your own. Go find some people in your target audience. Ask them where are they active on a regular basis and go there so that you can start to speak to them. And going back to the different media, is it audio? Is it visual? Is it um, written? Is that your thing? And then merge these things together. So when you think about marketing to your clients, I think about you, the person, I think about your personality. I think about your preferences. So personality may be introvert versus extrovert, large audience versus small audience, in-person versus online. I think about your preferences in person versus online in terms of audio, visual, written. There are so many things to consider. So think about you and then also think about your ideal client, your target audience, and then see what the intersection is. One says how to take the first step. It's overwhelming to even know where to start. And this is such a common question because there are a number of things that you could potentially do to get started with your business. But the interesting thing is it's like to know where to start. It's just start. That's all you have to do is just get started. And the the analogy that I use for this is often what is the address? Like if we're thinking about a GPS and your goal is the address, the first thing we do is put the address in the GPS. So in this case, if we're talking about business, set the goal. So you set the goal. And then the next thing we do when we're using the GPS is we take our foot off the brake, put it on the gas pedal, and then we start driving. Once we start driving, which is to say start anywhere, once we start driving, the little GPS lady is going to tell us the next turn. So the short answer to your question is pick anything, (laughs) pick one of the things and start. You will get the feedback and the information you need to make the next move, but also start with the goal. Because if you start with the goal, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to pick which lane, which decision, which priority. Next question is, is one platform better than another, IG versus Facebook? And I would say no one is better than than the other. I mean, people are having success on all of the platforms, absolutely all of them. Otherwise, the platform wouldn't exist. And so for you, it keeps going back to what are your preferences? What do you enjoy? Intersect it with where are your people? Where are they hanging out? Where do they want to engage? The next part is what is the best way to set yourself apart from others when it seems so many people are offering the same systems, products, et cetera, beyond having badass skills and getting results. Right. Well, I think that still goes back to specificity. 
So specificity and visibility consistency in it. Specificity, like I gave you the example of my client for women over 50 who want to lose 50 pounds. Like it's pretty clear. She would stand apart from Jillian. What is her name? Jillian Michaels or whatever. She would stand apart from her because these people have different thoughts and different needs. So get clear about what you do and who you do it for. How can we increase followers and keep them and provide valuable content in a timely manner so it doesn't take over our whole life? Isn't that the $10 million question? So I think there is a difference between increasing followers. I think there's a difference between followers and clients. And I am so grateful to Stacey Bayman, who was the first one to just put it in my mind that you don't need to have a big list to make a lot of money. Now, she, I think if I'm remembering correctly, she said she had about a thousand people on her list when she made almost a million dollars. I didn't quite do that, but I had under a thousand people on my list when I made $200,000. So I think that if you can learn how to turn the followers to fans and clients, that's even more important and just more and more and more numbers. Like how do you nurture and cultivate the relationship with the people who are engaged with you? And then when we talk about posting valuable content, one of the methods that I teach my clients is if they already have a process, a signature method for their services, their program, or how they do what they do, there's a really simple way that you can take and break that down so that you are coming up with valuable content all the time based on the same principles that you teach. So it's not going to take you a lot of time because it's what you talk about all the time and you won't have to go and do research and all of these things. So that is, if you have a process that you're already using, there is a way to take that and break it up and repurpose it. One question is about how do you promote things without having a health coaching certification? Well, promotion and having a certification are two different things. So we've been talking a lot about how to market, how to be visible, how to promote your services by adding value ahead of time. When it comes to having a certification at this time of recording, you don't have to have a certification. There is not an official certifying body that is going to take, you know, like block you from, there's no license. So no one's going to block you from being able to practice as a coach. There is a certifying body that is in the works and they have started with some kind of test. But to my knowledge, at this point in time, you do not have to certify through that body. So if you want to be a coach, then be a coach. But that's different than promoting your services. And I often find that people who go to get all of the certifications, read all the books and things like that, the skills enough are not going to get you clients. You have to get out in front of people and tell them what you're up to and how you can help them and actually make offers. So I'm finding here lately that people are getting that step of, okay, I'm going to be visible and I'm going to tell people what I can do and I can tell them how to help them, but then they're not taking that next step of saying, I can help you and this is what it looks like and this is how much it costs. So that would be the next step. And I think that's it for the questions. So if you have any questions whatsoever about your business, you have a blog, whether it be mindset, strategy, logistics, anything like that, and you want me to put my eyes on your business, go to tavanadenise.com forward slash momentum and let's get started. Until next time, friend. 